Welcome back to the Red River Cares podcast. I'm your host, Gina Burke. Today on the show, we have John Nicholas. John is Red River's VP of Sales Operations and has been with the company over 17 years. On today's show, we talk about work culture and how that has shifted over the years. Why our academy program is an awesome way to learn about Red River, but also a great model for any industry and so much more. So with that, John, welcome to the show. Hey, welcome to the Red River Cares podcast. Thank you, Gina. Excited to be here. Very excited. Longtime listener, first time caller. That's right. Uh, I, I usually am on the other side. I get to watch and, and get to kind of contribute, which is, is fantastic. And I talk to myself while I'm listening to, uh, to your podcast. But now I'm on this side. I don't, I don't know if I really like being in front of the camera. I, I like being in the back better. You're tied with my mom for the most downloads of the show. All right. That's good. <laughs> we, I, we should start like a, a podcast group, like a book club or something like that. We could talk about like all the topics and, and the things we liked and didn't like. Don't tempt me with a good time. That yeah. sounds well, fun. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if you'll be in, invited. It might just be her and I. Oh, just talk yeah. about the show. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> well, we're psyched to have you. This is really That's fun. Good. Third season. I mean, it only took us, what? 29 episodes to get you on so about time i'm pretty elusive i'm pretty i'm a tough get i'm a tough get you finally met my rider and uh now (laughs) i'll be sending the m&ms over yes cool well why don't you start by introducing yourself and telling people how long you've been here at red river and let's just start there Okay, perfect. So my name is John Nicholas, and I am the Vice President of Sales Operations. Very proud to represent the Sales Operations team. Love the team. Have been in a version of operations essentially my whole 17 years that I've been at Red River. So that's that's a long time uh, starting out. I, I actually was, I, I can't find it now, but I, I was, so I just turned 40. And uh, my mom, for my big birthday gift, because she still sends me stuff, is she sent me a package of old things just she found in the house. <laughs> and uh, one of them was a pay stub from, I think it was my last job, which was the Stone Zoo. And uh, it was for $7.25 an hour. And uh, it was, you know, those were the good days working at the zoo. You've come a long way. Yeah, yeah. I think that was on my resume when I applied to Red River. Was, was this one too? People <laughs> like to remind me of that. I can't. Bl- I feel like this birthday, like you finally feel like you're catching up. Like, how am yeah. I not that much older than you? For a while there, I felt like there was this big gap, and all of a sudden, you're like right there, man. Like, I like well, this. Uh, you know, kids age you pretty quick. So yeah, uh, I got I got the tinsel in the hair, so that's that's going pretty strong, especially when the light hits it. Nice. Real real sore in the morning. Lots of stretching. There's there's a lot of uh, <laughs> new things that are mixed into my daily routine. Very cool. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about Red River work culture. So sure. you and I have been like culture ambassadors for a million years. Um, way back to our newsletter days when we had the uh, newsletter committee where we would discuss, you know, ice cream flavors and who stole the lasagna from the kitchen and all those great fun things we used to do. Um, But let's just talk about like 
how has the culture evolved over the years and what are you seeing? So, yeah, again, I, I won't say, oh man, the good old days and this and that. I think it was just, it was different then. Mm -hmm. and, and it was almost easier then when, when we had everybody together, everybody in offices, what, and most people were in two offices in two locations. So we, we had the crutch of the office as a cultural hub. And, and okay, if we didn't have something organized, well, we still had people getting together and we had a group of really good people and all right, they'll just start up a conversation and have a discussion and that, that becomes a version of culture building and that becomes a, a version of uh, involvement with, with people to people interaction. Now it's, it's more challenging where people are, are going to offices really in only either magnetic events or because it's part of their routine. I'm, I'm still trying to get to the office. I know I see you at the office pretty regularly <laughs> because I think it's, it's something that's important. And I think the office atmosphere is a part of what I consider the culture. But I would say over the last few years, it's been more challenging to say, okay, how do we drive truly what the Red River culture is? And, and maybe because we've been here for so long that it's happening and maybe we're not seeing it as much because we feel as though that in-person atmosphere was was so much part of the culture where now it's how are you interacting through a situation like this through, through a computer and, and are you interacting with people on your day-to-day -day through email through chat through teams communications that it's evolved into that i think more i also think it's really really important for individuals to have something else. So like there's the work culture that goes along with it, but also what is Red River enabling you to do in other parts of your life? So I, I sat with you or you sat, you sat in on our team meeting the other day and you were talking about so much stuff of just saying, okay, how, how do you get involved in other things? So whether that's with a, a board or if that's something in your local community, if that's even just, hey, volunteering at the library, something like that, finding some time to do something else. I, I think that that adds to the culture of Red River, That that because you're going to then bring that with you back to work and you're gonna have something to talk about with somebody else and, and you're gonna connect with somebody there. So adding on top and doing more in your own individual side has become so much more part of our culture. And I talk to people about so many more things that they're doing and so many things they've gotten involved in, whether it's a hobby or, or, or an actual outside of the house thing, it, it's, it's on that level now, you're not just interacting at a work level, you're now, it feels like you, you interact more on a personal level, what are the things you interest in? So that, that feels like the evolution uh, of, of the culture, not only at Red River, but the culture of the individuals here and, and how they're bringing it to Red River. So I know we wanted to talk a little bit about the academy program. Sure. So can you tell me a little bit about just like high level, like if I was, you know, five years old, what the academy program is? Um, and just, let's just start with that. So what sure. is the academy program? So I, I get to stand up here and talk about it, or I guess sit here and talk about it. <laughs> uh, but Richard Ackerman is, is the driving factor to the academy. He's the, the lead his organization in workforce development does all the, the pushing and, and driving structure within that. So tip of the cap to that group, thank you. It's 
the, the academy program is a onboarding introduction training mechanism for Red River. And what it does is it throws you into the deep end with some life preservers into what Red River is. And it shows you from a, a bottom-up view what is each division that connects together to form the offering of Red River. So it's a multi-week, multi-divisional training mechanism that each week you're, you're hands-on, you're working on things that truly are live opportunities that are things within your division that are not within your division. You're learning about things that you may never hear about again at Red River, but you're learning about all of the organizational structure and then how things function together within Red River. When we started, there was essentially two avenues. It was like, you're in sales or you're in accounting. That's it. Yeah. Then you came in and you're like, well, I'm not either. So where are you going to put me? Like, right. and that was really about it. But now we're 30 plus divisions within Red River. Right. And the the thread between each of them is, is needs to be so strong for us to be able to execute. You need to know that right coming in. You need to understand who do I go to? What Whether you truly understand what that division does, that's completely separate. It's who do I go to to get an answer? And how do I build my network of individuals within Red River? So that academy program will establish that and start to build your network for you within that program. And that to me is the lifeblood of a successful individual at Red River is to say, who do I go to to get an answer about X or Y? Because what we do is so complex, so challenging, that it's impossible for one, two, five people to accomplish it. You need to have a full network of individuals within these walls to truly function within your day. And, and the academy program is great for individuals coming, we call it kind of new in career. So meaning yep. like some, someone who is moving over. So they, they may be a professional in another world, but they've, they've come into a new technology world and they want to come into Red River. So they're new in this career. Great. That's great for them to understand, okay, how does Red River live and all this? And then just brand new college or college grads coming in, new into the, the, the professional world. So bringing them in, giving them a crash course into to Red River. I'd also encourage, I think, you know, we've looked at this People who have been in the technology field, Red River does things differently. So how how do we give them a quick crash course into how Red River functions as well? So Academy program, quick kind of elevator pitch is it's it's an onboarding training mechanism that Red River uses to, to give a high level understanding of how Red River functions within several different organizations. Longer answer, that's kind of what I said, and just fill up a bunch of airtime. <laughs> I love it. Actually made perfect sense to me. So thank you for that very basic but thorough um, description of that. I guess I'm wondering, can you see that model being used in other industries? Like, does this work for other businesses? Could they take that concept and put it to banking or retail or somewhere else and it would work in the same capacity? Yeah, absolutely. It and, and I think there are a lot of industries that do have some sort of mechanism of this. Uh, we liken it a little bit to a college curriculum where like you're coming out of high school, 
and then you still have kind of a syllabus of what to expect. So this is a little bit of that where you're coming out of college or you're coming out of another place and it's a little more structured of an onboarding as opposed to we're just going to let you go free bird and, and go figure out what you're going to do. This is a much more structured development for those individuals. Uh, I, again, I give all the credit to workforce development to customizing hours and making it better than any others that I've ever seen. But we see other people in our, our industry announcing academies or announcing some sort of onboarding process. And it, it's like, you know, they're, they're getting into it what we consider late. We're glad that we started 10 plus years ago and right. we've had Academy running for, for this long and we've brought in so many individuals, not only just on my team, but within several other organizations that we've seen this success and there's no reason to stop. It's It's been an, an amazing, it's a lifeblood for my team, without question. That there, there wow. are so many core individuals on my team that have gone through the Academy program. I don't know where we would be without it. Right. If there are other industries that aren't using this that they're they're missing out yeah and i remember hearing like the retention rate of the people that have gone through that program to red river is ridiculously high number too so i think that just speaks to the success of the way it's being built and rolled out and then the value that they're getting from it and they're like holy crap yeah i'm staying here absolutely yeah i, I mean i wish that i had it when i came on because you know, right. Dan McGee wouldn't have had the three month <laughs> conversation of being like, you going to like figure this out or are you like, <laughs> you're back to the zoo. Are we done? <laughs> yeah. You're going back to the zoo real quick here. Uh, but I, and I think with this, this program, I, you know, I think individuals are allowed to flourish and, and grow within a very contained and safe environment. And then they're given as much rope as they grow. That's awesome. Love it. All right. You ready for the rapid fire round? No, isn't that the key? You're not supposed to be ready? You're not ready. Um, just to remind you of the rules, you okay. can only give me one word answers. So I know you're going to want to justify everything you're saying, but you can't because that's what's fun about this this game that we're about to play. One word answer. Except for the last answer. question. Okay. I will tell you when the last question is. Okay. All right. It's a 3-2 count. What's your go-to pitch? Strike. <laughs> Good. Good answer. Let's see. One food that you never get sick of. Roast beef sandwiches. Mm. New timer rules in the MLB. Will they improve the game? Yes. <laughs> Something everyone in the world loves but you think is overrated. <laughs> okay. You too. The best hat style ever made. <laughs> uh, low profile. Okay. You can expand on this one. Okay. All right. You have all the money in the world, but you have to give it to a cause or charity. What are you picking? Okay. Uh, and I can't pick the Red River Charitable Foundation, right? I mean, I mean you definitely can. I mean, I, I feel like I'm funded by this. Like, I need to, to answer that. <laughs> they, are the, they are the underwriter of the show, yes. Exactly. You can yes. pick something else. <laughs> okay. Um, so, 
that this feels like a loaded question. This was not planned, by the way, but uh, a group that I'm a part of is the Gift of Adoption, and it's an organization that assists families with uh, the funding of, of the adoption process. So adoption is a very costly and personal um, process for, for families, and many families and individuals that, that want to go through the adoption process dive right into it and then they find out what the cost of it is and it becomes financially impossible for them. It's it's a extremely expensive process and the the gift of adoption is is one of many organizations that assists with this, but essentially it's it's all the money that goes from that fund will will go directly to families to assist with the cost of the adoption process. So whether that means you know, many families have to travel to other countries or within the United States and stay there for an extended amount of time. There's so many funky rules that go along where like you can't fly with an infant that's less than 14 days without a signed note from a doctor. And then if that infant is actually not legally yours because the adoption process doesn't usually finalize until six to eight months after the adoption has taken place, you have to get other things signed off from other courts and other locations, and then the two states have to agree. So in short, it becomes a lengthy process. So whether that means flights and then hotel and then food and then caring for a new baby, all of that in a place where you're not familiar with becomes very expensive let alone the lawyer fees and then the court fees and everything like that, it's, it can become a very, very uh, expensive process for, for, for many, many families. Uh, there's, there's not a cheap way to do it is, is really the, the short way. And so Gift of Adoption is one of the many, like I said, one of the many organizations that assists with covering the costs as much as possible for families that are going through that process. So that's something that's close to my heart and, and something that I'm involved in and have been involved in for, for some time now. Um, and, and I would love to be able to, to give as much money to those individuals doing that, going through that uh, as, as possible, make the, the process easier financially, let alone, okay, now you got a new baby or even a five-year-old or a 10 year old or whatever age of the child that you're, you're bringing into your family to assist with that financially, uh, that would be a, a great one as well. So Red River Charitable Foundation 1, 1A is, is, is gift of adoption. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank you for bringing attention to that organization um, and for the work that you're doing there. I know you were really, really reluctant to be the chair of the board, but you're yeah. there now. So. Uh, again, it's one of one of the things I struggle with is saying no, and so they, they asked me. So I, said, I know the I know what the answer is going to be. I mean, it's the same as when you asked me to be on this. I was like, I know what the answer is going to be, but I'm going to put up a fight about it at least. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm very fortunate to to be asked to be the, uh, the the president of the New Hampshire board for the gift of adoption. So that that's a, an exciting thing. It really is. It's great, great. Well, you're providing great services um, for people who really need it. So that's very cool. So any last parting words, anything I didn't ask you about that you want to tell us about, sir? Said that I love my team, love, love yep. the individuals that I work on, full of love today. So that's, <laughs> that's always good to have that walking into this podcast. I want to make sure you stay positive here. <laughs> um, and and I'm, 
I don't know when this is going to be released or anything, but I, I hope everybody takes the opportunity during the spring, summertime, get outside, get some sun. So whether you're working from home, working in the office, try to try to bake, break away and, and take a couple hours to yourself. It's, it's amazing what a walk can do. It's amazing what just stepping away for an afternoon can do. Um, it's, it's a little, you know, pot calling the kettle black, but it's, it's, you need to step away and, and make sure that you're taking some time for yourself and, and doing that during the summertime and in the sun. And it's more impactful for us here in the North because we see the sun so infrequently during, right. during the last eight months. But, you know, it's for anybody step away and, and find some time for yourself and for your family. Remind yourself again, why you work so stinking hard. And, and you know connect back with with yourself and those people i think that's a really important thing and this is a great time to do that too. yeah get a lead by example yes <laughs> yes ma'am and you can li- listen to the podcast on your walk i mean that's right. it's really a win-win that's right what so. do we got we got 30 ish minutes here running so th- that'd be a nice walk like you probably, good, probably two miles that's right you could do that i think good. that'd be good you you could probably run a 5k in that <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. This was really fun and we enjoyed having you. Thank you, Gina. Really appreciate that you forced me to do this and it ended up being a lot of fun. Hopefully you enjoyed that episode. It's really fun reminiscing about old Red River times. I love hearing how people are approaching work culture without a one-size-fits-all approach. Companies need to be bold enough to state what they want, like get people back into the office, but do it with grace and flexibility. I love our new segment, Rapid Fire Round. I love hearing how people pick a charity or cause and why they would choose that. Clearly, gift of adoption is something John is really passionate about. To learn more about our academy program or Red River in general, visit our website at redriver.com. And as always, tune in next time to be inspired.